Hello and welcome to Re-Energize. This is the place to discover more about emerging tech and offshore renewables and how we will meet our future energy needs. My name is Claire Canning. I'm a Programme Manager at the Offshore Wind Growth Partnership, a long-term business transformation programme delivered by Catapult and funded by the Offshore Wind Industry Council. This is a programme that supports high-growth companies in the UK offshore wind supply chain. On behalf of Ori Catapult, I'm excited to host this Spotlight Special Edition episode today and delighted to be joined by Kirsty Adams, Head of Supply Chain from Blue Flow Energy and Renantis Partnership. So, Kirsty, I think we can start off with a quick introduction to your role at Blue Float and Renantis. It's great to speak to you today and thanks very much for asking me to do this. I joined the Blue Float Renantis Partnership in February this year to head up all of our supply chain activities, which is essentially engaging with suppliers to feed into developing the strategy to build out our projects. So a bit about the partnership, it's, it's a joint venture between Blue Float Energy, which is owned by 547 Energy and turned back by Quantum Energy Partners and Renantis, who were previously called Falk Renewables, um, and they're backed by an investment fund advised by JP Morgan. So the two companies operate as a 50-50 exclusive joint venture in the UK. Blue Float itself as a kind of wider global entity has about over 32 gigawatts of early development phase offshore wind projects across the globe. And Renantis, they have experience predominantly in the onshore space and they've got around about 1.5 gigawatts of operational offshore assets. So they've come together to develop floating offshore wind exclusively in the UK and in Italy. And as a partnership, we currently have around five gigawatts of floating offshore wind pipeline in the UK. So understanding the capabilities and the bottlenecks within the supply chain is going to be crucial for successful deliveries of of these projects. I also ensure that we're delivering our projects within the parameters of the UK's offshore wind sector deal, which seeks to maximise opportunities for the UK economy by stimulating growth in our supply chain and the skills and jobs needed to deliver that offshore wind pipeline that we've got. As a supporter of the upcoming UK Offshore Wind Supply Chain Spotlight, which takes place in Edinburgh this year on the 12th of December, how valuable will it be for Blue Float and Renantis to speak directly to the offshore wind supply chain? And what kind of things are you hoping to hear from them? What kind of challenges are you hoping that they can help address? It's great to support the event itself. And I think it will be incredibly valuable to hear from the supply chain at the event in December. I'm really keen to hear from as many companies as possible to gain an understanding of who's currently operating in the offshore wind UK market at the moment, as well as those who have ambition to transition into renewable energy from other sectors. I can then take that information back to our teams to help feed into really important technical works that we've currently got going on in our projects. As I mentioned, we've got a wider pipeline in the UK, but specifically in Scotland, we were awarded three projects um, as part of the Scotland leasing round. Bell Rock and Broadshore and then the third one was um, Stromar in partnership with Orsted as well and then we have another additional two projects Sinclair and Scarabin which we were awarded as part of the Intog leasing round. So quite a sizable pipeline so basically what I'm trying to do is figure out what supply chain is operating there and for our Scotland projects in particular Bell Rock and Broadshore the two that I look after and within my remit we've made commitments to levels of expenditure in both Scotland and the wider UK so it'll be great to get a sense of how they can really get involved in helping us achieve the targets that we've set which will ultimately drive benefits across the supply chain so really keen to engage with with all of the supply chain on the day and I think it'll be a really really great opportunity to do so. 
That's excellent to hear. As you know, on the day, we're going to have many exhibitors. I think we've got around 80 exhibitors, different companies all across the length and breadth of the supply chain. And we've got various different talks on the day, companies pitching, different products and services. What are you most looking forward to seeing or being a part of on the day? It's a fantastic programme and the day as a whole is going to be excellent. It's gained so much traction from the industry and we're really excited to be a supporter of the event. I'm particularly excited to be part of an event which is completely dedicated to the supply chain. So I'll be really looking forward to, you know, the breakout sessions in particular to hear directly from suppliers to help address some of those challenges which I've, I've kind of already mentioned. There's going to be some really great talks on the day as you've spoken about, and they're really going to drill down into some of the key challenges specific to supply chain that the industry is facing, such as scaling up capabilities. And one that's key to floating wind in particular will be the transition piece and looking from those transitioning from, from oil and gas and other sectors to offshore wind. Personally, I'm particularly looking forward to hearing views on creating the sustainable supply chains because that to me is something quite close to my heart and it's really important to get it right in order to achieve our overall net zero targets. So that will be one that I'll be looking out for in the day in particular. As an event that inspires to be an industry connector to all where it brings major energy companies, established developers and innovative SMEs into one room, in addition to that sustainable supply chain topic you, you mentioned, what do you think are likely to be the key topics dominating the discussions? I think floating wind in general, probably because it's based in Scotland and we're going to have a lot of Scottish representation there across industry and government and um, supply chain, that is going to be a really key focus, which is quite exciting. Anything else from your perspective that you think will be forefront of the discussions? Yeah, I think it's a, a really good point, particularly floating wind and the innovation aspect there is to that. I think that will really be a key discussion on the day. There's been a few stories, I guess, dominating the news with industry recently with regards to kind of battling you know high commodity costs and, and still trying to deliver renewable energy at, at low cost. However, I get a sense really from working in industry that the overall feeling is, is very positive at the moment, just from a, an insider view. We know that the UK government is listening to calls of reform, potentially for contracts for difference round, and we're looking forward to working with government to shape how that might look. Additionally, you might have seen that the Scottish government announced a recent kind of £500 million offshore wind supply chain investment. So I think from the outside, it's creating a lot of buzz in the, the industry at the moment. But I think from the inside, it's quite clear that it's instilling quite a lot of confidence in offshore wind supply chain at the moment. So I guess that will be one of the talking points of the day. But it really is signalling that the UK is open for business and it's great for supply chain to then hear that voice as well. I think one of the topics that will, following on from that, dominate the discussion is really how can the UK supply chain in particular reap the benefits of these positive actions that are being taken and of course, with the significant offshore wind pipeline that we have, which I believe is now around um, 100 gigawatts, which is really significant. Um, so I'll be really keen to explore this on the day, how those noises in the industry are actually, you know, there's really positive steps being taken and, and real opportunity for UK supply chain. From UK supply chain and how can you use the event as a stepping stone to bridging the gap? And I think on that question as well, maybe wondering, obviously the projects that you mentioned are maybe kind of slightly in the earlier stages. Do you have immediate opportunities for for companies? What's coming up in the pipeline? What can we see companies to look forward to? Really good question. I think there's there's a few things that we could really use the event to bring out. First of all, yeah, opportunities in our projects for sure. We're in the early development stages, but 
with that comes a lot of you know site investigations trying to characterize the site there's real opportunities there particularly for UK supply chain and predominantly as well in the onshore space and looking at onshore surveys and cable routes etc so we'll be looking to tender some of those works potentially next year we'll also be kind of entering into our pre-feeds stage which will really determine which technology we're going to be using. So needing support in that area as well. So although we're kind of, you know, at the early stages, there's a lot of work to be done in the the immediate term. I think we're aware that there's bottlenecks in the supply chain, particularly as we see more and more leasing around emerging globally. So demand is really stripping out supply at the moment. But I'd be keen to speak to suppliers to hear what their thoughts are and what they think are the challenges and the bottlenecks. Because we as developers, we can make assumptions, but... It, it needs to come from the supply chain as to what they're seeing. And then how can developers like ourselves support in overcoming these? I believe that one of the other challenges that we have at the moment is um, looking at innovation in the sector. We can use innovation to overcome challenges, to drive down costs and really capitalising on the innovative history that we have in Scotland and the UK. So I'll be really keen to test that as a, an area of exploration, I guess. And, and with us winning two of the innovation sites in the Intog round, that's one of the areas where we're really keen to speak to suppliers. So any suppliers that have got real innovative ideas or initiatives which will address some of the challenges that we're seeing, we're really keen to talk to. And I guess one of the other things that I'm quite keen to communicate to supply chain is just the support that's available. I've been working in offshore wind supply chain space for a few years now, and I always like to champion some of the programmes that are available. You know, ORE, Catapult, yourselves run a number of programmes like Fit for Offshore Renewables, the Launch Academy, focusing on innovation, as we spoke about, Offshore Wind Growth Partnership, so many others. So I think it'll be a real good chance to reiterate the opportunity and the support that's available and really kind of advertise and champion the the resources that are there. So I think in terms of trying to use the event to socialise all of these opportunities, but also the resources that are available too will be really fantastic. Absolutely. I was writing down some notes there when you were were talking. Excellent points, particularly on the innovation side. I think it's great to hear your excitement about understanding about the innovation opportunities and some of the innovative companies that we're working with through Catapult and OWGP. You're absolutely going to be in the right place. It's going to be so much chat about innovation on the day, which is great. And you mentioned as well about speaking to companies and understanding a little bit more from them what they see are the challenges and the bottlenecks and things like what kind of support do they need. I think that will be a really important discussion on the day and it'll help programmes like growth partnership and you know some of the catapult initiatives understand how can we best support and address some of these challenges coming out from the supply chain what are the things that areas where we can intervene and provide support where it can be most effective and then your point about in terms of key opportunities at the moment or upcoming tendering opportunities for your projects you know things around the site development site investigation side and onshore works I'm really delighted that the breakout sessions that we have on the day we're going to have a couple of themes around those areas that you've mentioned there so we'll have some good companies coming in and pitching about their solutions and products and services that can actually help in those areas so hopefully you'll you'll get a lot out of the day and engaging with some good companies. 
Kirsty, it's been fantastic working with you over the years. You have been a representative on a variety of industry working groups, including with the OWGP and tackling supply chain challenges. Given your history and experience in identifying opportunities within the sector, what do you think are the main areas that UK supply chain companies should be focusing on as they look to develop their offshore wind opportunities? Thanks, Claire. It's been great to work with you too and get involved in some of the real critical work that the groups such as OWGP and some of the other um, supply chain groups are doing. I think for SMEs in particular, for small and medium enterprises, it's really important to identify who the customer is and ultimately who you're going to be contracting with. I'm really keen to help suppliers map that out and look at where are the gaps and who should I be speaking to. Mapping out your offering, your capability, and just identifying that to make meaningful connections. And I think that the event in December will be a really great place to do that. On the flip side, or well, through all tiers of the supply chain and not just um, specific to SMEs, we're seeing a lot more collaboration across the industry as well. And there can be real value in partnering up between other suppliers to tender for works in order to plug those gaps or increase capacity required to deliver a certain scope of works or perhaps just add that little bit of expertise. And additionally, we're seeing some of the global or maybe European suppliers coming in and then partnering up with local companies to bring that local expertise, that local knowledge. I'd really recommend all the suppliers going to the event on the 12th of December to use that as a real opportunity to identify if there's any opportunities for partnering. So it's not only within the supplier's interest to to interact with developers, and I can speak to supply chain all day. I hate to say this, but it's great to also think about networking with other suppliers on the day. I think sometimes it's something that it's quite obvious to speak to the developer, but I'm really happy if, if suppliers want to come to me and perhaps maybe help facilitate some of those discussions, some of those introductions. And I think that's just one of the key takeaways I would have from today is to network within the supply chain as well as the developer community as well, because we've already got fantastic suppliers in the UK operating at the moment, as well as a number of companies who are looking to transition and from other sectors, oil and gas, they've got a wealth of knowledge and expertise which we can really use in offshore wind. So I think it will just be really crucial to make those introductions and just introduce people who they might not know are operating in the same space and and can really help. If we can take that away from the day, that'll be really great. And it really helps almost, you know, build a really competitive supply chain operating in this global market that we've got. I 100% agree. I think there's a, a lot of value in companies actually engaging and networking together and looking for opportunities for strategic partnerships and opportunities to collaborate because quite often that can help them to create or strengthen their, their value proposition to potential customers. So I think that's absolutely something that we're, we're looking to achieve on the day through the exhibition and in the, the networking and things as well. So that's a good point. Kirsty, thank you very much for taking part in this Spotlight special series of Re-Energize. I think we're all really looking forward to catching up at the UK Offshore Wind Supply Chain Spotlight event in Edinburgh on the 12th of December. It's now time to de-energize. In the meantime, listeners can find out more about ORE Catapult activities at ore.catapult.org.uk. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at ORE Catapult and now on Instagram at ore.catapult. Also, if you'd like to find out more about the Offshore Wind Growth Partnership, visit us at owgp.org.uk and follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at OWGP.